1: Good morning. Happy Friday to you. Hope it's starting off well, and we are going to do all we can to make sure that it does. And a little bit later on in the program, we're going to be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad and Councilor-at-Large Naomi Carney to talk about some issues going on in the city. But of course, it is 6.08 in the morning on Friday. I know while you're all here, you're here for your Bear Update Where was the bear yesterday? Well, the bear made a lot of noise yesterday, made a lot of uh, social media posts yesterday. Well, he didn't make them, but people made them about him because he got himself around. You know, we had reported that the bear was seen Wednesday night on Converse Road in Marion. And then... There was speculation that the bear had moved on to Plymouth from there, but I, I guess he didn't. I guess he decided to stay in Marion. I think he's spending Memorial Day weekend, you know, in the in the Wareham-Marion area. Because yesterday morning, there was <laughs> – someone was working at the Saltworks Marine facility in, in Marion – she was uh working on she's she's a yacht finisher for them and she's working on the boat as the bear kind of comes in her peripheral vision and you can see it at wbsm.com and on the app she sees this bear out of this like the corner of her eye come walking by her on the dock and then she jumps into the boat that she was working on and the bear just you know doesn't pay her any attention and jumps into the water and goes for a swim and then someone on the at the um, Burr Brothers boats on the other side there caught the bear coming kind of out of the water of Sipacan Harbor and getting back onto the land. So you can see those videos at WBSM.com and on the app. And then he went over to another neighborhood in Marion, helped himself to a snack. He went onto a deck box and opened it up. He went onto a deck, opened up the deck box and helped himself to some bird seed, which you can see the... The aftermath of the bear's appearance there. Uh, A little bit later on in the evening, he was in another yard. Someone actually opened. Well, first he was in their backyard, and then when he opened, when they opened up the front door, the bear was just chilling in the front yard. And then he made his way over to the Cremesit area of Wareham, which is you know if you're not familiar with Wareham, if you uh, if you were coming in off Route Six. After you go by Cool Cone heading into Wareham, um, there's a the, the first big right after that. There's a gas station, and then you take a right. That's Cremiset. And that goes down about a little over a mile. It, it, basically, it's a, like a peninsula. There's a little inlet between Cremiset and Swift's Beach, but it's like its own little peninsula. So he was down there for a little while, and that was about 5.30 p.m., I think, and by 8.30 p.m., he was in Onset. So I think, you know, because it was too far of a walk to come back to, uh, to Parafa's to get a, a pizza there, I think he was going to go get a Mark Anthony's pizza. So he there's photos of him actually walking right through the middle of Onset Center. So this bear is everywhere now. He's getting everywhere. Unless, of course, it's not the same bear I've reached out to Mass Wildlife. I'm waiting for them to get back to us because I want to find out what they think is going on here. Do you think that this is the same bear? Because if it is, of course, he's getting around. He's, He's seeing a lot of the South Coast. But if it's not the same bear, aren't you a little bit more worried? Because doesn't that mean there's a lot more bears out there that are just suddenly coming out? It's like that old SNL sketch, Bear City. Where in the future, bears take over the world. I, I I hope that that's not the case. Because as I've been talking about, you know, we need to get used to living with bears if they're going to be coming down here. And I'm all for that. But it's another story altogether. If there's like dozens of bears that are all coming out at once. I thought we would slowly ease our way into it. So again, I'm not sure if it's one bear or not. I think that there's there's probably more than one bear. But I'm looking at our WBSM bear tracker map, which you can see at wbsm.com. Click right up in the upper corner. You'll see bear tracker map. You can click on that, and it's an interactive map where you can see all the sightings that have happened, and you you can click on each one. And the ones where we have more information or a story or pictures or video, we've added that in. But I'm looking at the bear tracker map, and we're up to – you know, over a dozen, maybe maybe twenty sightings, just eyeballing it really quickly. And if that's if each one of those is a different individual bear, that's an issue. <laughs> but I think it's probably rather than be if it is one, it's one, and I can I can kind of accept that. But if it's more than one, I would hope that it's only like two or three, and that those two or three are just getting around and they're out there looking for each other. They're they're going to have a bear union. So again you can check out that map and see uh, they are, there's a little black bear symbol for all of the spots that he's been spotted and reported except for there's one blue one from when he jumped in the water. And you've got to see that video. It's it's very uh, it's very funny. And you can see that at wbsm.com and on the app. If you want to call in 508-996-0500, you can also send us an app chat message on the WBSM app if you've Downloaded that, you know where to find the app chat. If you haven't downloaded it yet, what are you waiting for? Just go to your app store or go to WBSM.com. There's there's instructions there as well. Yesterday, and speaking of the app, yesterday I had left right after the show. Um, my best friend growing up was here. He, he moved north of Boston um, years ago. And so he was here with his son for a field trip. His son's class was doing a field trip. And so while they were doing their thing, you know, he was there for all of the activities. But he said, um, you know, they're going to go home on the bus and all that. And I'm going to go visit my family in in, in town. And you want to meet up and get some breakfast. So I went out and I met up with him. Meanwhile, my phone's blowing up with all these bear reports of the bear jumping in the water. Drove right by, I could have stopped and seen the bear myself, but I didn't check my phone because I didn't want to be rude. So I did that. And, but as I was driving to Wareham, I heard a call that said that the call us button on the app wasn't working anymore. That when you went to call the, the station, when you went to call the studio, it gave you the station main number. So you get our, um, you get our voicemail system, you hear the the wonderful voice of Jason Kent prompting you to type in the direct, you know, the dial by name directory and all of that stuff. And I had no idea how that had happened. So I looked into it when I got back to my desk and uh, we were able to figure out what had happened. Just a little snafu from when I was doing some scheduling in the back end. And when I when I took out Phil's show as being on at this time period, uh, I didn't put something else in place. So it defaulted to calling the main line. So I fixed that. So now you should have the ability to just open up that button. Hit call us and it will dial into you directly. So now I know how to, how to make it all work too. So if uh, any of the other hosts ever, you know, aggravate me, all I'm going to do is go into their, you know, their, their settings and change it so that during the show, during their show, the phone number will dial, the call us button will dial their cell phone number. So think about that, Marcus, Chris, Barry, Jess, Ken, Brian. Think about that because you don't want me to be, Sending those to your phone, cell phone. I wouldn't do that. I'm just kidding. But yeah, it should be working now. And if anybody has any issues, just let me know. You can uh, send me an email, tim at wbsm.com and I'll do my best. And I'm, I'm going to be very forthcoming with you. I don't, kn- I don't do all the, like I'm not a technical guy. I mean, I, I am a technical guy. I like technical stuff, but I'm not a coder. So I don't know how to like get in and do all the ins and outs, but. Our company, either our IT people can take care of it or they have walkthroughs to take care of it. So you may get a response from me of, I have to forward this issue on to somebody else. It's out of my realm. But a lot of the times I can usually figure out how to fix it myself. And that's the thing. It's, you, you get that kind of service here where if there's an idea that you have, if there's a problem that you have, you just send it in. We take care of it. Again, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. And I think if just those of you who are against all of the bear talk, there's a few of you. There are actually people, if you can believe this, who have been calling into the station and saying enough with the bears already. Like they're calling like management and saying, tell them to stop talking about the bears. I don't think you understand. This is huge here. Like, we are getting so many people that are sending app chat messages about the bear, sending us emails about the bear. Uh, not You probably hear some of the callers, but we also, all of our stories about the bear are just getting monster page views. So, this is a very big topic for the area. Also, if you don't like the bear talk, I'll also say, I'm going to guess that by, you know, we're going to take Memorial Day weekend. You'll have the regular slate of shows on Saturday. And then, of course, Sunday, we have our usual Sunday programming. Monday, we're all going to take the holiday off. And then on Tuesday, when everybody comes back, I'm going to guess there probably won't be any more bear talk. The bear will probably have moved on by then. So I think that that's uh, – <clears throat> it's sad for me because I've really enjoyed all of the bear coverage. But also, there's probably other things that we need to, we need to pay attention to as well. So – One of the things that we talked about yesterday was the, and I talked about this briefly yesterday, that Target had to pull some merchandise over some protests about the merchandise that was being put out into the stores for Pride Week. And everybody... Was I heard callers calling in to Barry about it and, and and people are saying, well, look at how much money they've lost since they started doing this. This proves that you go woke, you go broke. And let me tell you something that I've learned about that. That First of all, that phrase is stupid. Secondly, what I've learned about this is the reason why that happens is because the people who are all up in arms about it stop going there and they don't know the true facts of what it is so everybody's pointing to bud light and all the money that it's lost and said see 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 except everybody that is deciding not to drink bud light anymore over this controversy doesn't know what actually happened like i'm sure if you went out there and polled everybody who said i've given up bud light okay why oh because of their transgender ad campaign Well, no, they sent cans of beer to one particular transgender social media influencer. But you saw it and didn't bother to learn anything more than that. And then said, that's it, I'm done with Bud Light. Even though whatever other beer that you switched to has probably done the same thing. And so now the same thing's happening with Target, where everybody is, oh, I'm not going to go to Target anymore. Uh, Now they want to put out a bunch of LGBTQ transgender stuff. I'm not going to go to Target anymore. Okay, except they've been doing that for years and you still went to Target. You didn't know about it because you weren't hyper-focused, super-obsessed with it. So you probably walked by it a dozen times and didn't even think about it. The same thing that everybody else is doing. The clothes that are there for the people that want them, but yet they're not suddenly turning everybody transgender that walks by them and sees them. Secondly, a lot of the people who are saying, well, I'm done with Target now are doing it because of misinformation. Well, they're they're selling tuck-friendly bathing suits for kids. No, they're not. They took a concept that they were doing, tuck-friendly bathing suits for adults, and then social media got a hold of that and bastardized the truth as it always does. Well, they're selling satanic clothing. No, they're not. They're selling clothing by a designer who also designs clothing with an occult theme for inclusive messaging. Target is not carrying those items. So you're getting worked up about things without knowing the facts. And if you know about the facts, maybe, I mean, maybe you might still feel the same way and that's your right to do so. But if you knew all of the information and didn't just react to what you heard and instead kind of looked into what actually is true, you might say, well, that's not that bad. That's not what I thought was happening. I don't care if they're selling tuck-friendly bathing suits for adults. That's adults. That's their business. I just didn't want them doing it for kids. And if they're not doing it for kids, well, then I don't have a problem with it. So I think that's the, the real issue is when when you – and just trust me on this. You'll be a lot better off if you take a few moments when you hear about something and you say, let me just look into that and see if it's correct. And you got to know the right sources to go to. So if you're upset about you know, the transgender clothing line at Target, the best place to go to find out about this probably isn't going online to you know, conservative news sources. You know, I don't think going to Breitbart is going to be the best place to find out the truth about this. Just like I would say, you know, going to the Huffington Post probably isn't the best idea either. You know where to go? Go to Target. Walk around, see what's there for yourself and say, oh, well." take that tuck friendly bathing suit and walk up to somebody that works at the store and say, do you have these in kids sizes? And then they look at you and they say, no, why would we do that? then you kind of have a better understanding of what it is instead of just this instant reaction to things. And I don't know, maybe I'm just built differently. But when some people hear things, they immediately get outraged by them. When I hear things, I say, that doesn't sound right. And usually it isn't. And I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. I'm just saying I've probably learned over time that sometimes... The way it's being portrayed isn't exactly what's true. It's probably based in some truth, but then, you know, it becomes the telephone game. Remember the telephone game in school where you whispered one thing into somebody's ear and then they whispered it to somebody else? And then when you got to the end of the circle, the last person had to say out loud what it was and it was nothing close to what the person originally whispered? That's what happens with these rumors. I see the call on the line. Hang on. I got to take my first break. Let me do that. We'll be back in a few. And uh, then we should have a couple moments to talk with you before the news. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hello.
0: Morning, Tim. How are
1: Good.
0: you? Good. You want me to wait till after the break? I'm going to call back?
1: Uh, no, we got about two minutes. News.
0: Okay. Um, I just want to know how your, your take on why you think that a two-month-old or a newborn knows that they are transgender or gay or a lesbian or...
1: They don't even know how do they, they, they
0: alive. How do, a two, oh, Okay, so how, how are they going to be able to... Why do they have to have clothes that have LGBTQ rights and, you know, the parents are obviously buying their, their kids these, these clothing, this clothing, you know, from Target. They're selling onesies for babies that have rainbows and transgender rights and all this other stuff on it. I mean, I just want to know your take on how they can even tell that that's what they are that early in
1: in life. Just because they're wearing it doesn't mean that they're saying that that's what they are.
0: So the parents are advocating for it then.
1: What's your favorite sports team, John?
0: Oh, obviously the Boston Red Sox. Okay, uh, so
1: when your kids were little, did you buy them a Boston Red Sox onesie?
0: No, I didn't. I didn't buy him any well,
1: of those. If, if they had a Boston Red Sox onesie, would you be upset about them wearing it?
0: How, how are we comparing sports to a... Because that's
1: something that's I'm important to you. So you address your child in something that was an important message for you to share with the world. And that's what the parents who are doing this are, do, are doing.
0: Yeah, I, I just think that it's not really appropriate to be... Putting, uh, I, I, think, uh, I think
1: it's not LG. appropriate for you to tell <laughs> a, a parent what they can put on their kid. You're overstepping big time.
0: Well, no. I mean, I'm not telling them what to wear. I just think I don't think it's appropriate.
1: No, you're absolutely telling them what to wear. It's their choice what they want to put on their child, right? You're you're one of the folks that call in and say that parents are the ones who should have the rights about what their kids do and what they don't do. That the parents 100%. are the ones that should decide. 100%. So these parents are deciding that they want to put their kids in those.
0: I mean, that's a stupid decision.
1: Well, that's your opinion.
0: Especially if, especially if the kids, you know... If the kids, you know, have no choice. They have no choice on what they wear at that, at that early age. I mean, Neither did I when agitating. my mother put
1: me in a sailor suit and gave me a bowl cut.
0: <laughs> I know I had one of those bowl cuts when I was a kid.
1: I mean, I kind of wish no, I still I, had enough hair for that now. But, but <laughs> we we when you're a child, you will wear what your parents want you to wear. And those parents yeah, want to teach their kids to grow up and be allies for people who are transgender.
0: You know, I, Target's been known for this for years. It, this isn't nothing new. You know what I mean? But... They, they're advertising for it now, like nationally advertising for it.
1: Well, because there's people who want to buy it. They wouldn't do it if people didn't buy it.
0: I I think they're trying to do something bigger than that. I really do. I think they're trying to, you know, like like most people say, you know, they're trying to, you know, nationally go woke. So people know that, that that's what they're selling well, for. I here,
1: here's the thing. So what if they are? it's their business they can do what they want with it
0: I think they're making a wrong move them well
1: honestly. that might that might be your opinion but they've decided that that's what they want to do
0: yeah I just I, I don't agree with the with the you know the other the, you know the stuff when I saw the video with the girl holding up the onesies with the with the you know rainbows and everything else on it I just I was just I just shook
1: my head and, and God forbid a child you know. wore a clo- clothing with a rainbow on it
0: I, I, uh, an infant That has no say in anything. You know what I mean? I I get, I get what you're saying. saying. You've never seen a child wear a
1: rainbow before.
0: Uh, Yeah, I have, but I mean, it's. I I don't.
1: We're living in times
0: right Uh, now. You're
1: you're just cutting out a little bit on me there, John.
0: Uh, I just said we're living in very confusing times right now, and you know it's.
1: I'm 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 enjoying how it all
0: shakes. I mean, a lot of these parents are confused on what to put on their kids. They're buying. Rainbows and LGBTQ stuff and slapping it on their kids like not you know I I listen I I don't care I don't care I you know you know I have a gay brother I've already said that on the air plenty of times I don't care about all that that's fine you want to be yourself be yourself but when you're putting something on a child who has no say in what goes on him I I, I didn't realize
1: that wearing a onesie would make you transgender. Oh, no, it
0: wouldn't make me transgender. It would. It would. It would. It's not making the, the child
1: transgender. That's what you're suggesting here. You're suggesting that no, they're turning it, the child into something that the child might not want to be.
0: It would question. It would make me question if the parents are. Almost, it's almost like grooming these kids to
1: become what they. are You know what I mean? Like. There it is. There's the G word. That that's the G word. Yeah. Too. There's the conspiracy theory behind it all. <laughs> All right, I got to hold you there, John. All just right, because. Jeff. And by the way, yeah, have a good have a
0: good Memorial Day
1: weekend. You as well. By the way, John knows that I'm just go You know, we go back and forth. It's all in. It's all good natured conversation. So, I know it sounds like we're being rough with each other, but that's not the case at all. Uh, I do have to go into the newsroom, though. So, callers, hang on. We will get to you when we come back. But right now, let's get all the news of the day with Kate Robinson in the WBSM newsroom.
2: Two 13-year-old boys have handed themselves into police after a 10-alarm fire destroyed a seven-story heritage building in central Sydney, Australia. The building went up in flames on Thursday afternoon, requiring about 100 firefighters to extinguish the inferno. It had been vacant for years, but there were plans to redevelop it into a hotel. Fifteen people were sleeping rough in the building at the time of the fire, and 13 of them have been accounted for, with two still missing. At least 70 residents have been displaced from surrounding buildings, with an exclusion zone put in place for seven days. Police believe other teens were involved in the incident and have asked them to come forward. A man who helped orchestrate the January 6th Capitol riot in the U.S. will be spending the next 18 years in prison. Stuart Rhodes led a far right-wing militia called the Oath Keepers. He was found guilty of seditious conspiracy for trying to stop Congress from approving the results of the 2020 election. U.S. President Biden says he's sure there will be an agreement made to raise the debt ceiling. Speaking from the White House Rose Garden Thursday, the president said talks between his administration and Speaker Kevin McCarthy's team have made progress. He emphasized the negotiations are about outlines of what the budget will look like, not about default. Congress needs to pass a bill to raise the debt ceiling or risk defaulting on the nation's debt sometime in early June. A man has been arrested after four people were killed in a rare shooting and stabbing attack in Japan. The alleged assailant stabbed a woman and shot two policemen with a hunting rifle in Nagano Prefecture. A fourth death was later confirmed. Police have named the suspect as Masanori Aoki, the 31-year-old son of a local politician. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's campaign hauled in more than $8 million in the 24 hours after his 2024 presidential announcement. More from Mark Mayfield.
1: That number includes $1 million raised in the first hour. DeSantis made his White House bid official Wednesday with a social media video followed by a Twitter Spaces live stream. The event, along Twitter CEO Elon Musk, also made headlines due to widespread tech issues. DeSantis is considered to be the main Republican challenger to former President Trump in 2024. I'm Mark Mayfield.
2: Indiana medical officials say the doctor who provided an abortion for a 10-year-old rape victim from Ohio violated state and federal patient privacy laws. The Indiana Medical Licensing Board on Thursday found that Dr. Caitlin Bernard violated privacy laws when she spoke publicly about providing abortion care for the girl last summer. A U.S. Navy destroyer sunk during World War II has been found off the coast of Japan. It was discovered by a group of civilian underwater explorers deep in the Pacific Ocean near Okinawa. The USS Manor... El Abel was the first warship hit by what's described as a human-guided kamikaze bomb. The man accused of killing Migos rapper Takeoff last year is formally charged with murder. Trey Thomas has more.
1: Patrick Clark was indicted in Harris County, Texas Thursday for the fatal shooting in Houston. Clark is accused of shooting and killing Takeoff, whose birth name is Kurznick Ball, following an argument involving fellow Migos member Quavo. Clark is out of jail on a million-dollar bond and is scheduled to be arraigned in August. I'm Trey Thomas.
2: And a Minnesota landlord allegedly set his apartment ablaze while blasting the classic Billy Joel tune, We Didn't Start the Fire. Neighbors in Duluth say they woke up to the sound of him rocking out to the 1989 tune while breaking things in his second-floor apartment. The landlord was charged with third-degree arson and suffered burn injuries on his arms and legs. In sports, the Celtics are still in it. After beating the Heat in Game 5 last night, 110-97, to it's on to Game 6 in Miami Saturday night. And the Red Sox take on the Diamondbacks in Arizona tonight at 940. Now for your local forecast from ABC 6. Well, you better keep the sunscreen handy over the weekend. Our index level is going to be running pretty high and you can
1: burn in 20 to 25 minutes. So as we head into this weekend, it's going to be warm and sunny for the next couple of days. You can expect highs in the upper 60s today and overnight tonight 43 degrees and for tomorrow warming up into the low 70s. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM.
2: Right now it is 48 degrees and sunny. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
1: You heard Skyler mention that, you know, this weekend there's the potential to burn in about 20 minutes. So if you are heading out to Boston calling, maybe you're one of the lucky folks who won the three day passes that we were giving away here on the show. Well, actually, when I was on at nine o'clock, but maybe you are going to that show because you won. Maybe you bought tickets anyway and you're going, uh, doesn't matter. Bring sunscreen because as she said you can burn in 20 minutes. It'll be it'll be a little bit deceptive because it's not going to be super warm, so you might not be thinking sunburn. But you certainly can burn. It sounds like other than needing to slap on some some sunscreen that it's going to be a perfect weekend for this. However, just a little note in case you hadn't heard the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs are no longer playing this evening um, due to illness in the band, which I didn't see anything about what was actually the illness. Um, but I'm assuming it's probably Nick Zinner because he's been battling something for uh, quite a few months now. But they've been replaced on the lineup tonight by the Dropkick Murphys. So if you are going to Boston Calling tonight, instead of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, you will see the Dropkick Murphys, which for me, mm, not not so excited about that. Not really a big Dropkick Murphys fan. And around here you say that, you know, it's like saying, oh, I'm a Yankees fan. What? Like, how anti-Boston can you be? You don't like the Dropkick Murphys, but I just, it, it it's okay. I just don't get so worked up about it like everybody else does. But we'll see. What maybe Maybe I will see them perform tonight and it'll change my mind. That's happened before with bands. So, if that's the case, I will uh, readily admit that I was wrong all these years, but I don't know. We'll see. And if you are going, I hope that, um, first of all, if you see me walking around, you know, come up and say hi, but I hope that uh, whoever you want to see the most there uh, gives you the performance that you were hoping for, the performance of a lifetime. I'm excited to see the Foo Fighters tonight because I've never seen them live. All the years that I've been a fan, I've never gone to one of their shows because usually they sell out pretty quick. And... People who buy those tickets don't really resell them necessarily. You know, it's like I've never seen Pearl Jam because people, when they buy up the tickets, they hang on to them. So if you don't get them at 10 a.m. on Friday when they go on sale, you're not getting them because very rarely just, and if they do give them up, they're usually, you know, going into the fan club, the 10 club, and giving it, you know, selling them to each other. And I also think, too, that uh, we are getting into the point now with these digital tickets and the way. That it has become better regulated for people to be able to to sell them with other folks. So instead of instead of putting them on Craigslist and meeting up with somebody, and either they, that person robs you and steals the tickets, or you are buying the tickets and you go there and they're fake tickets and all these problems that have arisen, uh, they do it now all through like the Live Nation app or the Ticketmaster app. So the the company is controlling it, but they're not the ones that are actually putting through the transaction. They they send you a digital ticket when you buy them. And then if you have to sell them to somebody else, you make the arrangements with that person and then you transfer that ticket to them. And I think that that's a, a helpful thing to make sure that at least all the tickets that are showing up at the door are real and legitimate. Because I have been at shows, at concerts, at different events. I have been there when people show up and try to get in and they're told that their tickets are counterfeit. Now, I'm sure in some of those cases, you know, there, there might be some margin of error where they tell you it's counterfeit, but it's not. I know that when I went to – the first time I ever went to a concert with printed out tickets from at home, there was a problem scanning the ticket. This is probably 2005. It was the U2 Vertigo tour, so probably 2005. And they scanned the ticket. And they said, this isn't coming up as a, as, a, as a legitimate ticket. But I had the ticket that my friend had, I had bought for my friend. I had printed them both out at the same time. That one was working, but the other one wasn't. So it turns out that it was just like some weird thing where the printer head had kind of messed up the barcode a little bit. And so what they did is they went into the system and, you know, back then it was a little bit more time consuming to do it, but they went into the system and they found my email and they saw that it was tied into it. And I said, wow, verifying tickets is so easy now, but that was, you know, over 15 years ago now. Now it's completely changed and it's even easier to make sure that they are only taking in legitimate tickets, whether it's on your phone, whether you print it out, whether you buy a physical ticket. Gone are the days when we used to line up Outside of Strawberries or Ann and Hope, right? Didn't Ann and, Ho- Ann and Hope had a ticket ticket counter, right? You could buy tickets at, at Ann and Hope. But gone are the days where we'd be lined up there at Friday at 10 a.m., get there at like 8 a.m. Now it's all done online. And it's, I missed out on some things when I was on from, from 9 to 12 because the tickets would go on sale at 10 and I couldn't get in there because I was on the air. If I could get it during the news, great. But if not, I was screwed. Well, not anymore. Now that I get off at uh, at 9, I can log in and get those 10 o'clock tickets. You know what's going to happen? though? I'm still never going to get any of them because I just don't have the luck. 508-996-0500. Back in a few moments. And welcome back in. Don't forget, to you can also send in those app chat messages. You can also send open line voicemails. So if you can't call in because you've got a busy morning or you're running around or you're already at work or the kids are making a bunch of noise, getting ready for school, whatever it might be, you can just open up the WBSM app, hit the open line button, select audio as the type of media that you want to send in. It's going to give you a nice little record button there. You can record that and you've got 30 seconds to, to say what it is that you want to say. And um, we'll play it on the air. I just have to be able to check it out you know, during a commercial break or during the news to make sure that it is radio friendly. But we got a great, um, a great open line voicemail the other day regarding bears and bear attacks and what to do uh, if a bear attacks you and If you have a bear sighting, I want you to know that not only can you send it in via the app, but if you go to our bear tracker map at wbsm.com, there's actually a link at the bottom there to a form where you can type in all the information about your bear sighting. And then also, if you have any photos or video that you want to share with us, you can put that in there. Now, the problem is um, I couldn't embed that form in the story like I normally would. Normally, I would embed the form for you to fill it out right there. But because it allows you to upload media, it has to open in a new window. So that's why if you see the little link at the bottom, it says, you know, something like, you know, you can click here to enter in your report or something like that. And then you can go in there and put it all in there because there's a lot of great photos floating around. Now, if this is still going on next week. If the bear is still walking all around the south coast next week, I think people will kind of lose interest. They, they might share it for themselves and say, hey, look, the bear was in my yard. But for right now, it's still pretty unique and it's still pretty interesting. And you can see the latest at WBSM.com. We have the bear taking a swim in Marion with some really great video there of the bear just come walking down the dock and jumping right in the water and going for a swim. And it's funny because I saw... Uh, some comments on that because, you know, we've got our story, but of course every other news outlet is jumping all over this bear story. And I saw some comments on one of them where it said, I had no idea bears could swim. And I wanted to comment underneath it. Like, have you never watched a nature documentary ever? Have you never seen anything about bears? Like bears dive in the water and come up with a fish in their mouth. Bears are better fishermen than humans are. Certainly better than Jessica Machado, no offense, Jess. Uh she's out there probably fishing right now, listening to the show. Um well if she's up this early after being here for South Coast tonight, but she's, you know, trying to become a, a fisherman. And Jess, if you are listening and you see a bear, please let me know. All right, well, uh, we do have to take one more break before the end of this hour, so let me do that now. Be back in a few moments. And we only have about a minute left before we will go into the newsroom. Let me read this app chat message that comes in from Carol Ann and a sonnet going back to the call before the news. John is saying a child has no say in wearing a onesie that supports LGBTQ plus community is uh, kind of like when parents drag their children to a church Do they have no, that they have no say in. So she's saying, you know, just as you're saying that the kid shouldn't wear... These clothes, if they don't have a say in it, she's saying, well, why do you drag the kids to a church that they have no say in it? Fair point. And if you want to talk more about that, we can when we come back after the news. 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and chime in. In the 8 o'clock hour, right after the 8 o'clock news, we will be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad and Councilor-at-Large Naomi Carney to talk about some things going on around in the city. And, of course, your Memorial Day list of events is posted at WBSM.com and on the app. If you want to take part in some of these memorial exercises that are happening at the different cemeteries, on the waterfront, all of that, all the information is right there. And, of course, including the information about the parade on Monday, which I know a lot of folks out there. even.